that was 6'8". He literally <laughs> imposed his will on everyone. Like he was just crashing the boards, taking dudes out. No one wanted to play no more on that team, dude. <laughs> you know, and like literally when he was on the ice, the other team scored two goals. So there's some kind of like connection there that's going on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like he like he's doing his job. And dude, I'm talking about he was huge. Like this guy was like shaped like a like a ton of bricks, you know? Six, eight, probably like three hundred pounds. That's well, gotta the, that's gotta suck him skating into you. I mean, just imagine the uh psychological effect he has on the ice. Well, yeah. Right, the first time he slams someone in the get into the glass for no reason. Yeah. You know, he's just racking up penalties. Yeah, he doesn't care, dude. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, this guy, now that this guy's on the ice, you know, I don't want to get hit that hard. That They're always looking behind their shoulder a little bit, you know, even if they're not literally looking out. Yeah, like, that's that's literally what happens. Their animal instincts are like, I got to be careful. <laughs> this dude's going to kill me. But yeah, so Chandler, we're live already. So uh, let me introduce this. Welcome to Open Dialogue, guys. Here with me is my co-host, Brink. I'm Gonzo. On this podcast, we're going to discuss a bunch of different topics from present, like what's going on right now, guys, from the video game industry to politics to sports. So I guess we started already, Chandler. We were talking about goons and hockey, <laughs> our, our love of goons, the movie Goons and Goon 2. You people need to watch it. Would you, would would J.R. Smith be a basketball goon? No, no, no. He's far from it. He's far from a basketball goon. There was basketball goons when I was growing up, but that's like a lost art now. Oh, I don't watch basketball. Yeah, I know that. Seems like a goon. But there's this guy, Charles Oakley. His job when he was on the Bulls was literally to protect Michael Jordan. He comes in the game to get his six fouls and gets fouled out. He just makes sure no one hits Michael Jordan hard. And the same thing when he was on the Knicks. He made sure John Stockton could score all day, meaning he sets like really hard screens, like he stands in the player's way. But the way he did it, Chandler, was also built like a ton of bricks. He's like 6'8", just stupid jack 260, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, he blindsides his dudes. It's just like hockey. He sets a screen, and these dudes just run into this brick wall. And you don't want to fight Charles Oakley. He's, like, the first guy always looking for a fight. Always. <laughs> like, you look at him wrong way. Like, what you said, like, I didn't say anything, dude. What are you talking about? Always looking yeah. for a fight. Like, they, they call them in the NBA. I mean, they kind of do it in hockey, too. They call them enforcers. But they, that's, that's like, a lost, like, art now in basketball. Wait, isn't that the name of uh, – isn't that the hockey name, enforcers? Yeah, it's the, it's the same thing. It's an enforcer. There's like, dude, I don't like hockey, man. I really need to start watching it. Yeah, hockey's a, a great sport, man. I think, the, like, since you're in Nashville, I think the Predators are still doing good. I know they won the Stanley oh, Cup dude. last year. We talked about we, that. You know how I've been talking about getting into hockey lately. Uh, the Predators did so well, I guess, last season. Yeah. Oh, didn't they win? Yeah, they, they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Dude, uh, the stadium sold out for like two or three years. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you so telling like every me that. game. It's like hard as fuck to get a game. Yeah, that's, but that's, the, that's the sport of it, man. That's what happens with that. I mean, that's a, I, isn't that a good thing for them, though? You know? For them, I guess, but just think about all the people who were there the whole time. Yeah, they can't afford tickets. Yeah, I, I see your point there. Up. Yeah, so you want to? Let's jump in this first uh, topic, Chandler. Let's talk about this this YouTube, YouTube shooting. Uh, what was her name? Nassim, Nassim Agdam. 
Yeah. Well, now they're uncovering a lot of reasons why she did all this, which I don't You know, you want to know what the real reason was? What was the real reason? Vegan. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think... She promoted veganism, dude. That means that she has no vitamin B12. She's <laughs> low in protein. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, bro. I think she was just nuts. Like... Like we were saying before, these are just these, uh, like, everyone feels very self-entitled to something nowadays, which I don't get, you know, like, that's, like, kind of crazy, you know? Yeah. She was upset that they, they, they demonetized her videos, and it's like, it wasn't just you, this affected millions of people that provided yeah. the same kind of service on YouTube you did, like, so to me, like, that kind of showed me her disconnect from reality, like. It's bound to happen. Yeah, that's very unfortunate, you know. That YouTube, uh, go ahead. Fucking up, man. They're, dude. They they're like flip flopping. There's no like rule. There's no like clear set of rules. Like there's like you know the YouTube uh, terms of service and stuff. Like you, like the rules with the videos you're allowed to make. Yeah. Well, they demonetize you. There's no like list of rules. There's no one thing. For demonetization, it's just like random. Like it seems like it changes all the time. Fucked up, man. This is about this is. I'm I'm actually surprised this didn't happen sooner. Yeah, Dude, you're right. There's thousands, hundreds. There's probably thousands, tens of thousands of people making like full time income on YouTube. Yeah, and you probably you, they probably demonetize half of them. Because if Joe Rogan's getting demonetized and he's getting that many views and that many subscriptions. Then imagine the dude who's got, you know, 100,000 subscribers and he can make just enough to pay the rent. Yeah. I mean, it's a great job. You know, like that's what he wants. That's what they want to do. But then now you take away all their money. What are they going to do now, dude? Especially if they've been doing YouTube for three years. What, what are they going to put on? The, where are they going to get a job with the same income? Well, see, look, that's the that's the issue I feel like a lot of these people have. Like they need to realize, like. This could be a career, job, whatever you, you want to take. But I feel like this is still, like, maybe not as an infancy state, but it's not a finished product where you know, like, we know exactly how to make money off of this, if you get what I'm trying to say. So, like, it's, it's something brand new still. So a lot of people capitalize off of that in the beginning. We don't know where it's going to set at. Like, for example, like, we know how... Well, me and you don't know how television works, but if someone explained to us like how to get on television, how to make money on television, we would know how. It's the same thing with YouTube, I feel like, you know? But it's still in its beginning stages. And like the cool thing about YouTube was that anyone could do it, you know? But it's it's more of a it's very, very much more of a corporate product. They have to protect their corporate image. So of course I'm not gonna now, let everybody be monetized, you know? Well, well, that's the problem. If you're if you're getting, uh, you know, if you have two million subscribers, why you know why would you demonetize that? They're not going to be able to make videos. It's two million. That's, I mean, obviously, two million people aren't watching. You're not going to get two million views on every video. But if you got two million subscribers, you're going to get a couple hundred thousand people. Demonetizing them that's a bad. That's just a bad business. And it's pro it, and, uh, this article I was reading. It's about like it was all about the ad, the ads, like the ad companies. They uh, 
they don't want their ads rolling on someone they don't agree with. Well, yeah, isn't that a good business practice? That I mean, I'm not saying that's not a good business practice, but you know, you kind of knew what you were getting yourself into when you when you advertise your product on um, YouTube, man. And also, the other the other thing is, who who really cares about that stuff, dude? If I see a commercial for, uh, uh, let's say I see a whiskey commercial on a super left wing video I don't agree with, I think it's ridiculous. That doesn't mean I'm gonna stop drinking whiskey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. I, I, I don't think people think like that. They think that people think like that. You'd be surprised. I think a lot of people do think like that. A lot of people associate things with certain things. So you're telling me if you saw a video of some shit that actually offended you, but the commercial before the video was for Nike, you're going to stop buying Nikes? I wouldn't. That shit's random. But... Bro. Like, you sometimes, know this for a fact. A lot of times, the ads are random. It goes video. in that direction. <laughs> that's just exactly what led this girl to do what she did. Like, she was putting out propaganda. She didn't, you know, she felt like it was right. And once those ads got pulled from her videos, she reacted the way she felt that was right. It's just an extreme case of that happening. No, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm talking about ads. Yeah, like, so am I. advertising company. Like, I bet, I bet... Uh, Joey Diaz doing the reading the advertisements and that fucked up way he does it sells way more product than a cheesy commercial on YouTube. I guarantee you, because it's real. Like it's like a dude telling you, like, "Hey, this is this and whatever." Like, no, I don't think people care that much. I don't think our generation cares that much about what the ad is. I think this is old school shit. This is like, you know, Ronald Reagan era business practices. Like, this doesn't that doesn't make any sense. I just don't think that if an ad is on a video, if an ad is on a video that, and someone's watching that video and gets offended by the video, that they're going to take it out on the, on the advertising company. I mean, I understand someone making like racist shit, which I think should probably, you know, should be banned, you know, because it is a company still. It's not like public domain, but. Seriously, like, just because there's a there's a dude saying white power, does that mean that now uh, Gatorade is racist? <laughs> no. Yeah, but, like, once again, <laughs> like, I don't mean to be so, like, just cookie cutter. But um, the point is, they don't want to associate their products with, and, with that in the first place. Yeah, but that's the old school way of thinking. They're not, you're not associating but, your product with anything. I and get no it. And people don't actually watch those ads, really. Not really. You'd be I mean, surprised see them. how many people actually do watch those ads. Like, you admitted to me, you watch, uh, what, what's his name? We were talking, me, you, and Jordan were talking about him the other day. Ty, Ty Lopez. He watches videos all the time. And I get, for you, you're watching it out of humor, pleasure, <laughs> to laugh. It's but, funny. It's funny. Yeah, no, I agree. It is funny what he's doing. These are my books. Ignore my Ferrari. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but that's what that's what advertisement is. It's supposed to be a subtle way of selling something. Like it, it's in your face without you realizing it. But back to the original point, we all watching these ads for different reasons. Like I always try to skip ads. You know, like I pay for YouTube Red. Right? I don't want to. Watch. I'm on YouTube all the time, and there's some videos I watch that have like a million commercials in them, and 
to me that ruins their product, them doing that, you know? Yeah. You're going to have 15 commercials in a 10-minute video, you know? Yeah, but think about it, dude. If they have four channels, that's a lot of money. One channel starts to die because people get tired of it. Not really, because like the algorithms, the algorithms changing, dude. Like we don't know what's going on with it anymore. That's the thing. Like no, no one knows. Like, like, like I told you, like how they're really uh, pushing for this. I feel like it's trying to be like more of a mainstream platform. It's trying to be like a Netflix. It's trying to be like a Hulu. It's trying to be like an Amazon Prime Video. It's trying to be whatever else is out there, Crackle, uh, whatever service providers there are. That's what YouTube is trying to get into now. Like I told you, like yeah. always the trending topics makes me laugh. Like it's stuff that I'm like, is this really trending or you're telling me it's trending? Yeah. So I think they're telling you. That's yeah. That's the thing. They're, they're getting, I think they're getting people from the news network, from the TV networks are investing money in things like this instead. Right. So now this is going to turn into the new TV networks. And then guess what, dude? It's going to die the same way because there's going to be something else coming up that's like old school YouTube. Right. Well, we, we have some stuff there. like that. We have Daily Motion already. We have, yeah, Daily Motion is the first one I could think of off the top of my head. And I'm sure there's other platforms that's like that too. Yeah, that are like not as big, but well, I mean, I just don't. Uh, well, you you know, remember MySpace, bro? At the time, who would have thought MySpace would wouldn't have uh, would have fallen the way it did? Right. Like, people moved to Facebook for like. I mean, it was easier to use. That's a big. That's a big reason why. Right. You know, it was just better. So people are going to move again because if this is going to, we moved to YouTube because it's better than TV. And right. people were making cool content and it was interesting and there wasn't any stupid censorship. There wasn't any of that stuff. It was just like people doing whatever they wanted. Now that that's going to turn into a TV network, people are going to move to the next thing. I mean, that's just, I think that's just how it works, especially with our generation. Our generation's way different. Way different. From old stuff. Right. TV doesn't work, dude. I haven't watched TV in two. I don't know. I mean, like, well, seriously, watch TV. We still Probably. we still watch TV in the sense of, like I said, it's Hulu and Netflix now. Mm, I'm talking about like but, on the TV. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you truly meant. But we we still watch it, you know. Yeah. And I and I pay the service fee. You know, I pay for the no ads on Hulu, which if you don't do, you should. Yeah. Hulu's way better without the ads. And Netflix, dude, which I think Netflix is still the best. Right. I do, too. They have great original content. But back to the yeah, original dude. point with, uh, with uh, is it Nazim? 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 I think it's Nazim. Yeah. Well, that's an unfortunate situation that happened. Um, her family actually said that they tried to reach out police, uh, but she was going to do this. Yeah. Just imagine how batshit crazy she was acting. Yeah. Dude, she was living in her car. <laughs> if her dad called the police and was like, hey, you guys want to look out for my daughter. <laughs> yeah. We don't know where she is. <laughs> and she's acting kind of weird about YouTube. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. They reported her missing. And the, her dad was like, hey, she's missing, but, you know, she's kind of crazy. We don't know what she's capable of doing. So, yeah, she's been 
She's been angry for over a year at YouTube now. Like, there's, like, tall tale signs. To me, like, I'm going to ask you, like, does this point to, like, a mental health issue we have? Yes. Or is, like, yes. or is this back to my point? Like, I just feel people are just too entitled nowadays. Or is it both? I, I, it's, I think it's probably both, dude. Because like, she, she sounds like a narcissist to me. I'm no, uh, I'm no brain doctor. <laughs> But she, I could I could do a quick Google search of uh, narcissism's uh, definition. That's what it sounds like to me. She, dude, she, uh, she snapped, dude. I mean, that's you know, that's like a that's to, that's a total mental health issue, dude. No one does. No one normal does that. No, no one, no one like healthy does stuff like that. Yeah, you know, she's all crazy. She's, you know, she 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 doesn't she doesn't want to go to work. She wants to do the YouTube thing, you know. I mean, she eats, she eats fucking vegetables. She hasn't had a soda in three years. <laughs> you know, she's freaking out. I, I mean, I get it, dude. She's probably anxious. Yeah, you know. It's, I, don't know. It's, I get why. I get. I understand that reason why why she was mad, but I don't. I don't understand why. I don't understand how shooting you people in YouTube headquarters is gonna fix the problem. <laughs> what did she think was gonna happen? But did she think that she was gonna go in there, shoot some people, and be like, "Remonetize my videos, or I'll keep shooting people," and they're gonna be like, "Okay," and she's gonna walk out, and make some more videos. <laughs> yeah, like I said, back to being very self entitled. You know, like what is? I don't know, man. That's crazy. That is, wow. It's it's unfortunate know. for all those involved that got hurt. That's very unfortunate. Her family, too, it's unfortunate because it sounds like they were trying to get her help and even warn people about her, but she was so just disconnected. And that's the other thing, too. I feel like me and you go on those rants all the time about how, like, even though, like, all these platforms, like, whether it's YouTube or even, like, the other uh, social media aspects of, like, a a Facebook, a Snapchat, a, uh, what's the other one, uh, Instagram and all that, even though, like, they quote-unquote connect all of us they really don't like i yeah. feel i feel like we're more you're connected in the sense like you could you could out you could go out and reach someone from a further distance or whatnot but we don't really actually like socialize anymore you know because of these platforms that's what it sounds like to oh, me yeah. like she was more worried about getting like a following in the sense of People she doesn't even know, like she's never gonna interact with. Like they might like have like like minded thinking as her, but she's never actually gonna truly engage with these people. Like me and you actually talk, you know? Yeah. Like shit like that. Or like the guy sitting next to in class, like we actually talk, you know? Well you can tell when you go out. If you go out uh, not necessarily like a bar, but if you go out to like a like restaurants or parks, and they're either A empty, B there's just people like chilling on their phones i mean you know i am guilty of it too i love my phone it's cool but i've been like i've been not trying not to use it that much yeah i deleted facebook that was like dude seriously that was like 70 percent of my phone time yeah that's a lot it doesn't sound like it but it's a lot like i don't have it anymore i don't have any social media i don't i don't even use snapchat anymore yeah you know oh i should bro it's fun just don't care about it dude i don't check it and then i miss stuff it's just ugh. 
I don't know. I do. I guess I do use social media as I read Reddit. I don't post on Reddit though, so I I, I don't know if that counts as you know. But there's like tutorial. Dude, Reddit's amazing. Yeah. Been on Reddit, gotta check out Reddit. No, I have like tutorials and like it's super cool. But I just that what the way I see it is we get we get technology and get smarter and our and it takes there's like a lag time for the wisdom um behind it. Like it's, it's it always seems like that. Like we always get we always get the technology and then fuck up because we we haven't we haven't learned the wisdom part of it either. Like, okay, well, we have these phones and it's really cool and we can use them wherever we want and whenever we want, but we're not wise enough to know, well, maybe we should put them down for a while. Like, that's right. catching up. And it's, it's catching up to us now because you can see more and more people are leaving Facebook and more and more people are... Well, there's, there's, a mixture, there's a mixture of reasons why people are leaving, like that big breach that just happened. That Well, that... And then, uh, I mean... The fact that every single high-ranking person in the Facebook company co- comes out and says, we designed these to be addictive, well, just like slot machines. We but them but see, here's the thing. Machines. I learned that in uh, the class you always make fun of, uh, that I call it BCIS. <laughs> make, you know, yeah, computer class. Yeah, yeah computer class. But um, all, all, all apps are designed to be addictive. It's not just them. Look, what was oh, the funny dude. thing is, like, like, I have Twitter, you know, for, uh, for my uh, Twitch channel. And I haven't been on Twitter now for like three days. And it's like, hey, you missed these last 16 notifications. And it's told me that every day for the past three days. You know? Like pretty much like, you need to get back on here, dude. What the fuck? What's, what's going on? Why are you not Twitter, using yeah. us? You know? I'll give you that one for Twitter. But I think things like... But Instagram does the same thing too. I have an Instagram for, for also for my, my channel. It's not as bad as Facebook, dude. No, well, I get, I get that. Because on Facebook, here's what I would do. Because I don't, I don't think you ever use Facebook, really. I have it for my channel as well. This is what I would do. Well, personal Facebook. So I'd have all these. I'd have. I had a few huge friends list. Like, I would scroll. I'd go onto the front page. I think it's called like news page, whatever. And I keep reloading that shit over, over and over again to see what's coming up. And scroll and scroll and scroll. Reload. Scroll. 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 And like every time I did it, it felt good. And after a while, I feel like, oh, I gotta, like, I said, dude, it was like a, it was the same feeling as a cigarette. Like I, I, I gotta get on here. I'm not consciously, but I gotta get on here and check it. Yeah, dude, I'll never forget. I, I told you the story, but I'm gonna share it here for everyone to hear. Was uh, my favorite was a uh, Miho was a dick was very addicted to Facebook, and it was when I had this. We got back from deployment, and uh, Miho was at my apartment. And he logged on Facebook on my PS3, my laptop, and his phone. And he kept updating all three to see, like, if he could get a notification faster or whatnot. But he was also, and I, I'm thinking, like, he's doing it, like, to see which service is faster. No, he was concerned about someone he was chatting with on there to see, like, updates quicker. You know, like, he needed to see it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, bro, like, you make fun of me, like, at the time, about always wanting to go out, you know? But, like, this is, like, this that, that's your addiction, too. Or making fun of me with cigarettes, you know? I was like, it's the same shit. Exactly what you said earlier. It's the same shit. You're so married about this broad you didn't bang in high school. 
and like you're really trying yeah. to see what she's doing, you know, from three different mm-hmm. fucking things at the same time. Like I can't play on my PS3 right now because you're on Facebook. I can't go on Pornhub on my laptop because you're on Facebook. <laughs> I got priorities, yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah. I want to shoot something or let something out, you know. Either way, yeah. I'm shooting, but you're t- you're taking time from it, dude. It's that's crazy. Three different devices. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I still I I, I still make fun of him about it, and he's still on Facebook. Like not as I w- I can't say not as bad as before. I'm not with him, but I talk to Miho almost as often as I talk to you, you know. And um, I was talking to him yesterday about the fight. And all that. We're going back back and forth talking about it. And um, he sent me a, a, a Facebook post. You know, he sent me a text message of it. And he was all happy because, uh, let me see. Yeah, he was happy because some guy was like, they were talking about Connor and what happened with Connor. And Miho shared his, uh, his take on it. And Miho got 3,000... Uh, impressions on it, whether those are likes or like those little emoji things. I don't know what that is, you know? Yeah. And it was shared over 1,800 times, you know? Yeah. And he's like, Mijo, I'm famous. But he was actually stoked about it. And I'm, you know, I'm happy for him. It's funny, you know? Like, he's yeah. not making like a big, big deal about it, but like, it didn't mean something to him. So, I don't know. Like, and now he has all these people attacking his page for defending Connor. Whether you agree with what Connor did or not, that's that's a, another discussion I'm not getting into. But like, it's well, that's, go ahead. Well, that's the thing with uh, I don't know uh, I don't know what I was gonna say, but I mean, it so, what it sounds like for him is he. It sounds like what you're saying is he doesn't do the same thing with Facebook. Is that what you're saying? No, he does do the same thing with Facebook. Oh, he's still just as addicted to Facebook? But not as bad as before. Like, he's on fucking not, three, three different platforms. Yeah, see... Shit, I, I'm just... I really believe that the more technology we, we get... Because it's... What, what's the processing? There's, like, a fact... I don't know if this is true or not, but... That fact about how our processing power is getting faster exponentially so every year it's like getting it doubles every year apparently yeah, or something like that yeah i mean you can see it dude my phone is re- it's insane dude five years ago this thing would be science fiction the shit this thing dude this shit this thing knows when i'm home and unlocks when i'm home it knows what home is and it unlocks itself when i'm home so I don't have to yeah you know it's funny me. even though i shut off location like let's say like i'm in um like when i go to class it will say like eateries and all that for like San Marcos, like you know, like marketing towards there. Oh, shout out the uh, outlet things like that, you know. Yeah, that shit's great. That's science fiction. I mean, it was like ten, even dude, ten years ago. That shit's science fiction. So what? I'm, what I'm saying is, I think it happens with all technology, dude. What happened when we got machine guns and advanced artillery? World War fucking one, and look how many people died. That's insane, isn't it? So we get we we have these new machine guns. Oh, we can shoot this many bullets a minute. And then we have these crazy artillery cannons. World War One. Immediately, we overuse it. Like right away, we overuse it. Same thing with cars, dude. We got we got cars and oil. We overuse the fuck out of that, dude. Yeah, my favorite car era. I wish 
I, you too. I wish we were friends and we were alive during like the muscle car era. Yeah. I think I told you a funny story about that where uh, I used to love watching the Speed Channel. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, Pinks was on, on Speed Channel, wasn't it, Pinks? Yeah, yeah, Pinks was on there. But they yeah, used to have... great show. They used to have, like, a muscle car history um, show. It used to come on really late, like, after Pinks. Yeah, dude. And, but but anyway, the, this uh, this history shot. I think I told you the story. They were going over like the big block engines from Chevy Ford and uh, Chrysler, and like how um how they uh they underrated their engines on purpose so it could pass inspection from like insurance companies. You know? Yeah. So like the funniest thing was like so like they go over like the like the whatever the biggest Ford engine is at the time. 454. Yeah, like a 454, and the Chevy was a 454. And so they're both putting out easy, like, 500 horsepower. They were ready to put out, like, 350, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the Chrysler, and it's a Hemi. I forget what kind of Hemi it was. And um, same ordeal. It's supposed to put out 300 horsepower, 350 horsepower. The motherfucker put out 825, Chandler. <laughs> and it's like a $3,000 car. You know? <laughs> That's so awesome. That must have been amazing to live back then. You know, Greg, also on a, on a 5,000 pound steel car. Yeah, you're, dri- you're literally driving a tank that just rips the quarter mile like in 12 seconds. Yeah. Oh, man, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, but there are, <laughs> yeah, but there are consequences to that sh- and shit. You know, if climate, if, you know, with the whole climate change thing and we're catching, we're already like the wisdom's already catching up. Like people are more aware of that stuff. So that's what this, this whole, uh, you know, renewable power thing is going on right now. It's getting cheaper to make stuff like that. Yeah. It's getting cheaper to make batteries. It's getting cheaper to make solar panels. I mean, it's, it's just a matter of time. Right. I don't know. I just, uh. I hope people start to get off Facebook, dude. You really do? I just don't think. Yeah, dude, I just don't think. I really don't think it's good for uh, our society, dude. Not, re- not really. I think it's terrible, dude. Terrible for you, dude. I, I, I have dealt with addiction forever. And that, whew, dude, I, I know exactly what that, that, that is. A, that is an addictive substance is what that is. Facebook, dude, that shit's crazy. Dude, like I felt like I needed. It's like I needed a cigarette. Like every time I wasn't using it. Yeah, like I said, I see Miho do it. I I feel like that's a place where people could like express their opinion and they, they feel like they would get support. And the reason why I say that is like it's so like even though like I said even though it's a big platform for you to engage with other people, it's very closed at the same time. So like what I mean by that is. You can only add friends that think like-minded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for instance, when that girl got mad at me and she went on that rant, uh, Casey's little friend, you know? Yeah. For men's... Chandler, can you hear me still? Wait, hold on. Chandler, can you hear me still? 
Chandler. Oh, no, we lost it. Oh, boy. And let me just send this to Chandler. So we are going to get that back. Sorry about the technical difficulties. So let's go back here. All right, I'm back. Yeah, I see. But yeah, dude, I agree. Like, that's like just crazy that you were that addicted to it at that time. I'm sure there's like a, a lot of people that could say that though about Facebook. Um, one time or another, not just Facebook. I feel like that's with any of uh, those social yep. media platforms. But like I said, like the big thing to me though was you can just find like-minded people. It's a very, it's quote unquote to me at least, disguise in plain sight that you know it's all about everyone spreading their word out when it's really not. You know, you talking about you talking about it's an echo chamber. Yeah, it it, it all, but all social media is. Let's not. Yeah, like well, Facebook you can choose too. for it to be, but. It, the it's designed to be an echo chamber. So you you can choose to follow. I think Twitter's a, a lot better because you can choose. You can follow people. You don't have to wait for them to accept your friend request. Right. So you can follow this dude, and he's gonna say this crazy shit. And you can follow this dude. He's gonna say the opposite crazy shit. So you hear two different sides of it. I mean, if if, if but it's your choice to do that. That's the thing. Right. If you don't do that. You're just gonna, you're just gonna create yourself an echo chamber, right? And just my friend on Facebook, I never was in an echo chamber on Facebook, just because my friends differed so much. Well, I think that's just beneficial from us being in the military, though. Because like I told you, I had to wise up really quick. Because predominantly the military was California, Texas, and Florida. <laughs> At least in my experience, you know. Yeah, a lot of people from Texas. Yeah, I never met anyone from – I met people from Florida. Like, you know, we call Miami the sixth borough of New York. But, um, but yeah, I never met anyone from Texas before in my life to the military. I never met anyone from California to the military. And um, so, yeah, so I feel like in our experience, of course, we're going to have friends with different views. You know, like whether you agree with them or not, like we had to all work together. And eventually, like you're going to find some kind of corresponding bond with these kind of people. So I think we kind of had that advantage where like we were forced to work with those kind of people. Like in my experience, at least like being in school now, you know, being in college, like it's kind of the same ordeal. You're going to meet people with different takes. They might influence you, but at the same time, it's kind of a safe haven where you could just like, I'm just going to join that group because I don't like what these guys are saying. Like, bro, I had bosses in the military. I told you that I didn't do it. Anything they said, but guess what? You had to suck it up, go to work every day. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like this guy could demote me, or worse, kick me out. You know, like so. It's like, mm. so I don't know. But that, that leads yeah. us to our next topic, actually. Like, because we keep talking about how it feels very disconnected. Like, uh, let's go to to Hollywood. 
like you were bringing up to me about I didn't even know they rebooted the Home Improvement show unless it's a different show. No, it's a different show. Oh, okay, so it's just with Tim Allen. I don't yeah, know much about Allen. this, but I do know Hollywood does. Hollywood does force down our throats their like kind of views, and it's kind of sad in a way because number one, I don't know why you would listen to an actor or actress. On I'm not saying they don't know things, but why would you shape your political views on a bunch of millionaires? Number one. Number two. I've always been a proponent of you need to do the research yourself before you say anything. Yes, Brad Pitt looks yeah. amazing. Angelina Jolie looks amazing. Scarlett Johansson looks amazing, you know? But that doesn't yeah. mean just because they entertain me and stuff doesn't mean I have to listen to them about political views. Like, No, that's something I need to do myself. They don't know how it feels to live like me. Yeah. They drive golden yachts or they, they, they you know... Yeah. Like, what are people thinking? So, like, to me, like, I do feel like there's, like, a, a big disconnect there. And it's not because they're they're, they're very liberal. Because I, I identify, well, not I identify myself as a liberal, but a lot of you, you guys, yourself, uh, Miho has, and some other friends always called me liberal. Iggy used to call me liberal scum, you know? Yeah. And uh, my point of just saying that is, just because I identify as that doesn't mean I agree with every viewpoint that is liberal, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> like, I told you, like, it was funny that my cousin, he is a conservative. He was raised conservative. He's still in the military. He practiced all this conservative stuff. He believes that there should be no kind of gun control, even though he doesn't own a firearm. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Where... I am a liberal. I do believe in gun control, but I'm in the process of trying to get a firearm. <laughs> so you yeah. see, like, the catch-22 there that I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. But I feel like that's that's your own kind of research you need to do. You need to form your own opinions. You can't listen to just because they're on TV doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. I don't listen just about, about shit, dude. Yeah. Well, you should, we, we all really shouldn't. That's horrible if you do that, you know? Uh, it's just... Uh, just like I don't listen to politicians when they say they understand what's going on down here. And they're getting paid $500,000 to talk. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's always, I mean, that's always ridiculous. What are you talking about, dude? Maybe you were poor in college 50 years ago. It's not even that. Like, what, and, and fifty years ago, the college, the college uh, situation was way different. It was way different, dude. You could go to college for what, fifteen grand, something, something. Uh, probably not that number, but it was way less money because the government wasn't involved in college. They didn't subsidize any of that shit. Co the colleges had to attract custom. Like, like if you're gonna talk about it like that, they had to do it themselves, so they couldn't charge ten thousand dollars for one semester because no one could no one would go to their college but now you any any kid can get a fucking college loan and go to college like you don't know what you're talking about but that's why the, that's why when the politicians talk about what's going like they understand what's going on right for the common man it's like no dude you don't you, right. you don't 
because the world you grew up in just isn't the same world. So you know what's funny about about this whole like Hollywood like trying to force an agenda, being disconnected. So I just read something interesting, and take this how you want. I didn't mean to cut you off, but so ninety five percent of uh, disabled characters on TV are played by able body actors. That's kind of funny. Yeah, you know, so it's like, these guys are always preaching like, you know, like we should do things right, yada, yada, yada. Like, well, <laughs> why, do you have handi- why do you have handicapped people on set? I'm going to say it like that, you know? And then the article says able body and, you know, disabled, that whatever, you know? Maybe it's the actors that are like... Pushing for it. Yeah, but if you want to be all high and mighty, be all, all high and mighty all the way. Don't just pick and choose it, you know? Yeah, they'll be high, all high and mighty until you know they get that next role, and <laughs> and they see the number on the, on the paycheck. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, there are some there are some people in the music industry that were like legit. Like, uh, you know who Zach De La Roche is? You know him. He's from Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, we were talking about that too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, that dude legit like gave his money away. Yeah, yeah. You told me that. I was like, damn, he messed up. <laughs> He gave it to all those crybabies crying about uh, the whole Wall Street thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I don't. I think so. I don't know. I don't know what he gave the money to, but it doesn't matter. Like that dude was serious. It, that whole Rage Against the Machine thing that wasn't just a band name for him. <laughs> that that dude doesn't like the system. He doesn't yeah. care if he's rich or not. Yeah, and that's why I like someone like him. He's not a smug prick. That's always like the vibe I get from like a bunch of actors. Like, look at me, I'm so great. You should be doing everything like I do. Yeah. Like, no, dude. You, like you, you shit. <laughs> you shit just like me. You put your pants on just like me. You just have a lot more money. That's why I like rappers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Like, like. They're just in it for the bag. Like they say nowadays, they're just in it for the bag, bro. Yeah, the bucks and the billies. Yep. But, um, no, but there, there's, mean, some, there's some I do. Well, he's not really a, a rapper. I like Diddy. Like I told you, like he, he has a school in Harlem, and it's an entrepreneurship school. It's a high school for that, you know? And it was designed for the people in that neighborhood, and then it branched out to, like, all the kids in New York City. Like that's someone who was really giving back. Or the time that he bought... Every school in New York City computers, shit like that, you know, you don't hear, but you don't hear about that, you know. Yeah, or Akon, or, or yeah, or Akon, like he's powering, like at, like a bunch of countries in Africa, you know. But like we don't hear stuff like that. But you you know, you hear like uh, whoever these celebrities are. I don't like Meryl Sheep, like when she was bashing MMA, like that's not a performing art. Okay, so you pretending to be something is like the greatest thing ever. But not these guys fighting, right? You smug bitch. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, sorry. Spoiler alert. Never seen a movie I liked with Meryl Sheep in it. Because I don't go out my way saying, wow, I really want to watch this Meryl Sheep movie. I don't care. I think it's Meryl Streep. I don't, and look at that. I'm calling her Sheep. Because <laughs> she has a bunch of sheep following her, dog. Meryl Streep. I'm going to look up Meryl Streep movies. Look up, yeah, look up a movie and ask me if I watched it. I probably didn't. More than like Kramer, Kramer versus Kramer. Didn't watch it. Her movies are garbage. <laughs> They're garbage. Oh, she was in the Deer Hunter though. 
Oh, I, I did see the Deer Hunter. Love that movie. That's with uh, Rob Nero and uh, Christopher Walken. That's the Vietnam movie. Yeah, and the Manchurian Candidate. So she does have some good movies. Okay, but was it because of her, or was it because of the other actors and actresses as well was, in the movie? Was it her, or was it Denzel Washington? Yeah, no, but uh, <laughs> uh, what's his uh, Sabretooth was good in that movie too, and um, and the something candidate. I can't say the word. Manchurian Candidate. That yeah, was great. That was a great movie. Dude. He's the he's the he's the guy that's running for office in the movie, and he can't remember Lions his memory. Lambs. It was propaganda, but it was interesting. I and she was in some stuff, dude. Yeah, but but like I say, is it because of her or is it because of the overall product? Yeah, no, it's probably because of the overall the overall product. It's not just yeah. her. Like that would be unfair to say. Like, uh, Avengers was just great because of fucking Tony Stark. Like, no, that movie oh, was dude. great because it hit everything. You know, Tony Stark's great though. Yeah, he is in his movie, but I'm saying like, and something like that overall. Like that movie was great because of everything that was in it. What are they gonna do after these Marvel movies? I don't you know. know. <laughs> dude, I'm just, I, dude, I'm just saying. Like these, these are like legitimately like good films. <laughs> like, in my opinion, dude, they're good movies. Yeah, but you know what's sad about that? We we talked about it before. It won't never be recognized like they're good movies, though. You know. That's stupid, dude. Because Captain America Two was. An awesome spy thriller. I forgot who said it. It might have been Joe Rogan, but he was like that. Like, what happened to, like, just going to a movie and enjoying a movie? Like, who are these film critics that say, like, this is a good movie? Like, every year, like, the best, like, picture movie is, like, something you never even heard of. Like, probably, like, a hundred people watch wins. You know? You know what's crazy about what you, about that and the film critics? Um, dude, there's a lot of movies that are out that the general public rates the movie way, way higher than the critic. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Uh, let me look for a big one. Uh, I think Pacific Rim was one of them, dude. I think I think Pacific Rim, 93% of Google users liked Pacific Rim. It got a 6.9 on IMDb. But let's look at the user ratings. Dude, it's kind of, it's it's kind of insane, uh, how like different, yeah, how how different the ratings are. It's like I I do want to know like who who are the who are the the critics? Because if I were the movie company, I wouldn't even go by what the critics. Are. I go by the the general population. <laughs> it just makes more sense to me. Yeah, like see, but like, and that's the thing. Like that goes back to like the disconnect you were saying. Like you. You want to discuss like, do we go off with a bunch of? I'm assuming it's a bunch of like old executives in Hollywood, a bunch of old film critics, or do we go with what the people who are going out and actually watching these movies? You know? Yeah. Like, which one do you go with? You know? And so, like to me, like that's yeah. a that that's just another sign of disconnect. Like, so you mean to tell me? La La Land was really that good of a movie. Maybe it's not my cup of tea, but what makes it so great? You know, like, I didn't see it. I didn't want to go out my way to see it. Like, I do want to see Moonlight. That's more, maybe more my lane, you know? But, yeah. But even then, like, uh, what, what was nominated for, uh, like, Beck's Picture before? I think The Revenant was. The, the Is that the Leonardo DiCaprio movie? That was the year before. It was, but I don't think it won. I think Mad Max won or something. But those are movies that I'm like, okay, I will go see. And I felt like those are vast majority 
movies too that people are like, okay, I will go see. Who was seeing La La Land? Like honestly, who? Girls. Yeah, but and that's great. But like, did a lot of women go see it? Like, I'm trying to say, was it that big of a following, or is it just people pushing it down our throats? That's my thing. Uh, or I think it's probably people pushing it down our throats. Yeah, and I'm not taking anything away because I like the I like the girl in the movie. I forget her name. She played Gwen Stacy in the Spider Man movies. That 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 won some sort of award, didn't it? Yeah, it won best. Pic- it was gonna win best picture, and it didn't. Mo- Moonlight actually won. I don't even know. I've never even heard of that movie. <laughs> Moonlight was with uh, the guy that played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Uh, he won uh, Best Supporting Actor for Moonlight. And Moonlight was about a, a young uh, a young uh, black kid growing up in, I think, Miami. If yes, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right here. He's growing up in Miami, and it's hard for him to come out the closet. Because, you know, he's from the streets, you know? Oh, so, so there's an agenda. Kind of, but not It's it, Kind of, but not really. I liked the movie. I thought it was cool, man. Was it good? Yeah. Like, I like it. <laughs> I had a good point, like that, sh- that, because I had a friend like that growing up, you know. Yeah, you told me about him. Yeah, so, so it's like you know, like that shit's real. Like that's why I was like, oh, okay, like this is more relatable. I bet this had a bigger audience. No, nah, maybe not a bigger audience. So my argument's probably invalid there, because La La Land does look like a movie that was like, I, I don't know, I, that felt like to me, like just looking at it. It looked like something that's uh, that like Seth MacFarlane will have on an episode of Family Guy. All that singing and dancing kind of stuff, you know, that kind of era of music. Yeah, I don't know what the hell to call it, but yeah, it was like that kind of stuff. Not trying to distance, but like, like I said, like that goes back to me, like with the whole disconnect thing. Yeah, like, I mean, I never talked to anyone in my life that was like they want to see a Meryl Streep movie. Like, I need to see this because she's in it. Maybe I'm not around a bunch of people that 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 are fans of her. I don't know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I never, never did that. I can ask my wife, you know. I don't know. That's possible. Uh, I can ask around at school. Uh, I haven't heard it, you know. And if you're into that stuff, I'm sorry if I'm <laughs> pissing you off right now. But that's just me. No street. Not, not just her, like. I don't like. I don't like being told like this is a good movie because we said so. Like no, like let me decide if it's a good movie. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I don't really like those award shows that much. Yeah, it's not the fans. <laughs> I feel like the fans are the fans are an important part of this. The moviegoers, whatever you want to call it. No, no, no. Yeah, no. There's like there's like this whole system set up of why who gets who gets to win and stuff. Like it's a whole system. Well, yeah, I've seen it's that not, before too. It's a like they were talking about in the music, like uh, and in the music if, industry. If it were best movie of the year, wouldn't it go off of best ratings and best uh, the amount of the amount of people who went to see it? Because if that were the case, it would be every Marvel movie released every year. It would be Fast and Furious. Be, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's dude. The last Fast and Furious made. Let's see how much the last Fast. And, dude, it, it it made some sort of it made some insane amount of money. Yeah, but we have to agree that's not Box a good movie. One point one six 
billion dollars. But we have to budget. agree that's not a good movie. That's literally a, a guilty pleasure on screen. The, the budget was two hundred fifty million dollars. But we have to agree that's a guilty pleasure. You have to admit that. I mean, no, I, I I'll admit I'll admit that. But, yeah. But look at this: critics on Rotten Tomatoes, average rating six point one. Uh, out of 10, the average audience score is 3.8 out of 5. 73% of people liked it. For audience, the critics, 66%. Yeah, you see? and So... I mean, that's what people want. Like, like yeah. that should have been... Right? I mean, that should have been... That should have been up there. That should have that should have been considered. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. That should have been considered... But it's not did the best. That goes back to the disconnect. They're trying to tell us what's like Hollywood's trying to tell us what's good, what's not. Yeah. And and here's another example of what exactly what you're just saying. Black Panther, ninety percent of critics said yes. Seventy nine percent of the audience said yes. So the critics have to say it was a great movie because you know why. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean it's I just thought it was a great movie, but I just don't like how much shit got put around it. Like, oh, it's it, it's good because it has it's ninety set it's ninety seven percent black actors or something like that. It's like no, it was good because it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if it was ninety if it was ninety percent bad actors and it was a shitty movie, then it would have been a shitty movie. You can't say it's good just because it's ninety percent black actors. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What does it have to do with it being a good movie? Yeah, that is. That's just the way it is now, though, unfortunately. Like, we we always have to abide by some kind of, like, you don't want to step on anyone's toes, is the, the is what I would say. I thought it was a good movie. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it for multiple reasons. It's just a comic book movie. That's how I saw it as at the end of the day. I really liked yeah. it. What I didn't like was, like, from both sides, what got picked up was, like, that how, like, like you're saying, like, there's people just saying it's good for that sake, and then there was people hating on it for the same reason, you know? It's like, why can't you just enjoy the movie? The movie was fucking great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's the, that's a big issue with us, too, as a society now, is that we have to nitpick at everything. Like, I'll give you an example. <laughs> So like I know there's like a whole different ending, a uh, whole different spectrum, but you know Khabib fought for the title last night. He won, and it's like we can't just enjoy the moment. You know, like there's always got to be something else. That's what I'm trying to say. So you know, like he yeah. won the title, whatever, and they're like, oh man, he didn't dominate like he always does, bro. He <laughs> he won five rounds to none. Number one, right? And one of the and he had two ten eight rounds on three judges scorecards. So that's a 50-43 decision, right? Yeah. So he that means he absolutely dominated for two rounds on that fight, Chandler. <laughs> and I was going for Al because he's a New Yorker, you know? I, I like both fighters. And I was like, man, I just want Al to pull off the upset. That would be crazy, you know? Uh, but I'm, I'm watching the fight, and I'm like, damn, Al is getting fucked up these first two rounds. And then Khabib just coasted. The, la the la uh, rounds three and four, he coasted, you know? And then round yeah. five, he picked up the steam again. He picked up the steam yeah. again and all that. And people are like, oh, if that was Connor or Tony in there, he's Dunsies, bro. 
like, this guy's fucking trash. I'm like, number one, how can you bash this guy like that? Like, can you fight him? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. I do a fuck you up. Like, number one. And number two, why can't you just enjoy the moment? Yeah. You know, like, the dude just won. Why we're, we're bashing him already, you know? Yeah. Like, let him just enjoy the moment. It's a cage fight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just watch the cage fight. Yeah. And have some hot wings. <laughs> maybe maybe drink a beer. Uh, it's going to be all right. Yeah, like, I, I just enjoy the moment. Like, like, dude, like, I watched the John Jones-DC fight. I was going for DC hardcore that fight. No, John Jones won. I was like, man, that was a hell of a fight. You know, I was sad. DC lost, but I was like, man, that was a hell of a fight. It was a good you mean fight. He got kicked to Valhalla. Yeah, he got kicked to another dimension, bro. <laughs> like that. One hundred percent connect with the leg. Oh, so <laughs> so tragic, man. It was like a video game. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was tragic for for being a fan of DC. But you know, I, I enjoyed the fight still. I didn't bash John Jones. Like, oh man. Like I did. I Fuck didn't. that guy, dude. Well, that's a, that's a different top. But, like, my uh, point is, like, just enjoy the moment, you know? I, well, I'm, I bash him for, for the uh, the uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, that's a different thing. Like I said, like, just enjoy the moment, though. If you didn't like something, like, you don't have to go, with, like, full brain dead and be like, that was, like, disgusting. Like, all that bullshit. Like, like you didn't like it, you go do it. You become a cage fighter for a living. Let me know how it works yeah. out. And fight better. Yeah, and please, yeah, exactly. Please fight better than Khabib. Let me know how it works out when you fight Aliquinta on one day's notice. <laughs> please let me know. I, I, I'm on standby for this one. You know, <laughs> like that—that's what gets me mad. Like I, I, I legit stop criticizing athletes. I'm like, I can't do that shit. You know, I'll give them yeah. like my honest take, but like I'm not gonna go over the edge like I used to when I was young. I came to, like, realization, like, man, what they do is hard as fuck, dude. I'm barely, like, bench pressing and squatting. And come to think, like, they do that on top of all the training they do and then perform the sport, you know? How can you bash these people? Yeah. I'm not just talking about fighters. I'm talking about all kind of athletes, whether case may be a boxer, a basketball player, a soccer player, a tennis player, a baseball player, whatever the case may be. Like, how do you have the nerve to criticize these people, you know? Like I said, just enjoy the moment. Yeah, <clears throat> like you to, have to. Like it never, never, never makes sense to me. Oh, LeBron's mm. terrible, bro. Yeah, LeBron's terrible. Tell me that when you're on the court with him and his dicks in your face because he jumped from the <laughs> he jumped from the <laughs> foul line and, and just dunked on jump, you. He's not even jumping; his dicks in your face. <laughs> yeah, you know, he just posterized you. Like now you can't have kids for some Fuck reason. Enough. Iron Giant running up and down the court. Yeah, you know. Oh, J.J. Yeah, Watts. J.J. Watts always hurt. Yeah, look, no shit he's always hurt. He's 260 pounds running into other guys for a living. <laughs> yeah. Stand in front of, stand in front <laughs> of J.J. <laughs> Doing five-foot vertical leaps. Yeah, you know. He can literally jump over you. Like... <laughs> Just enjoy it, you know. Yeah, like, he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. All right, that's, you why, know? that's why he's in the NFL. Fucking loser with his hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> you, you know, like it makes what? no sense. Oh man, 
Yeah. You don't get you don't get to that level. <laughs> you suck, dude. Yeah, exactly. Even if you're like you're, you're the bench guy on an NBA team or even in the NFL, whatever the sport is, there was like you're great, bro. Like you made it that far. It wasn't because people liked you. Like, oh, like I like this guy. I'm gonna draft him. <laughs> like, no, you're fucking good. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you're where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron sucks. You know? He'll never. <laughs> That's like my favorite when I hear that about athletes. Like, oh, this guy sucks. Like, does he suck or you're not a fan of him? Like, you got to distinguish the two, you know? Yeah. And to me, it goes this, it goes hand in hand with films. Because, like, there's, like, guilty pleasure films I like. Like, I just told you, you got to admit, the Fast and the Furious, like, we're not watching that, Chandler, to be like, damn, I really want to see this compelling story of, like, you know, like, triumph and agony. I don't know, man. But we thought Letty died. That was that was a hard one, you know. You don't remember? No, bro. Like you no. really don't remember? Like, yes, that was I, the story. Like like Letty got in that wreck, and they were like trying to figure out what happened to her. Bro, there was nothing compelling about that because we knew she was coming back after they showed that. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like they, they're not gonna pull. They're not gonna pull the rugs over over me, dude. You, you know what I do love? I love that they added Jason Statham into those movies. That dude's, that dude's awesome. You know what he is? He's like a way better version of, uh, what's his name? Steven Seagal. Because like they play the same Did guy in every movie. Do they? Yeah. Oh, man. It's just this badass that fights really good and kills everyone with no questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the same character. Except Jason yeah. Statham didn't let himself go. Steven Seagal went all... All crazy right wing, and now he's a racist sheriff from Arizona, and he's like a hundred pounds more than he needs to be. Yeah, poor guy. But yeah, they play the same exact character, dude. They just recycle. Dude, you know, you know who Jason Statham needs to be in. You know what he needs to be in. Mm. He wants to be in a fucking Bond movie. He would be a good James Bond, actually. I think so. No, I'm, I'm not saying to be. Bond. I'm saying he needs to be a villain. A oh, Bond. he would be a good villain too. I think he could be both. To be honest with you, a rogue Bond. Imagine that him against Daniel Craig. Yeah, like a Bond gone bad, and like Daniel well, Craig has to track him down. I like I the last James Bond I think movie. That Bond is the code name for 007. No, 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 there's a bunch of Bonds, isn't there? No, no, there, they, they, there's other code like 006 has a different code name, mm. 005, and so on and so forth. But the way the but the way these new movies went uh, made it was James Bond was like a dude who grew up in an orphanage. I don't know why they went that way. Like it didn't make any sense. Uh, I didn't really care that much. James, dude, I, I'm a big James Bond fan. I've seen them all. Yeah, same. No, same here. I remember Jake trying to steal my Skyfall movie. Oh yeah, Skyfall is cool. Yeah, I like. What was the one where he had to like retrain himself again? Was that Skyfall? Uh, dude, what? That was the one. What was that, dude? That was another one. That was the one after Skyfall, wasn't it? No. No, that was. Hold on, that one was. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Skyfall. I think it is Skyfall. Oh, it is Skyfall. Yeah, it was after Quantum Solace, I'm pretty sure. 
Bro, James Bond always has like the most epic like intros to the movies too. Yeah, well, especially the old ones. If you watch the ones with uh, Sean Connery, he's always he's always getting called when he's like making out with a chick. <laughs> he's got like a he's got like a bottle of like expensive champagne on ice next to like a river. Yeah, it's always somewhere like we're in like this really nice hotel. Dara got to meet um Sean Connery. What? And uh. Like, this was this hotel Daryl worked at with his buddy, and they were, like, the his buddy asked House Farrah Fawcett, and Sean Connery didn't answer until the day he checked out, like, Farrah Fawcett loves anal, did it twice. And, like, he named the lo- location and just walked away. <laughs> so it's Daryl and his buddy. I was like, that's a great story. Sean Connery's the fucking man, too. Yeah. But, like, just dropping that... Like, and which was, which I found funny was the fact that he didn't tell these guys to answer when they asked him. He waited like three days later to answer them. So like, this yeah. was like brewing in his head. He's like, I'm gonna make these kids day if they're still fucking here, you know? Yeah. Sean Connery's still my favorite Bond. And uh, I think From Russia With Love is still my favorite movie, my favorite Bond movie. I don't know the other actor's name that played... Before, after Sean Connery, Roger Moore. You're probably talking about Roger. Yeah, I liked him. I liked Sean Connery. I wasn't a big fan of Pierce Bronson. I wasn't a fan of those movies actually. I like Tomorrow Never Dies. I wasn't a big fan of those movies. I like the game 007 Goldeneye. (laughs) Goldeneye was a shit. Yeah, I just wasn't a fan of of uh, Pierce Bronson's movies. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Uh, I think Daniel Craig is doing really well right now. Yeah. He, apparently, there's a new movie coming out next year. Bond him? 25, it's called. Something like that. With him in it? No, it's just Daniel Craig. No, no, I'm saying with Daniel Craig in it. That's what I mean. Yeah. It might be his last. Uh, yeah, because he he's been saying it was his last one since uh, Casino Royale. Or the one that came. They, uh, yeah, Casino. No, no, no. What came out first, Casino Royale or Silence uh, of Quantum? I think it's called. I can't say it. Yeah. Well, usually the big the the big actors usually do five, four, six movies. Right. So I think the the shortest one was Timothy Dalton. He did The Living Daylights and License to Kill. I didn't really like those two, but Roger Moore did. He did seven. Sean Connery did like. Seven. So, you know, yeah, I think would be a good uh, Bond to replace Daniel Craig. You'll probably disagree with me. I think uh, what's his name? Benedict Cumberbatch. Am I saying it right? The guy who plays Doctor Strange. Yeah. No, I couldn't see it. I could see it, bro. Benedict Cumberbatch. I think it should go to Eldest Eldest Ibra. I, oh yeah, yeah. I know. There was rumors that he was going to play it. That would be that would be cool to see too. Idris Elba, yeah, dude, that he could he would make an awesome James Bond, dude. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think that'd be pretty dope. I would love to see that, but I don't know if we're gonna see. I don't know if we're gonna see that. That would be cool. Idris Elba's been awesome as a that actor. He is he in the new uh, Pacific Rim? I haven't seen it. 
Nah. Oh, the new Pacific Rim's about his son. Because he died in the, in the first. That sucks. He sacrificed himself in the, in the first one. The second one's about his son. His son. It, it's the sec- I liked uh, fight scenes were cool, but I still like the first one a little better. Yeah. The first one was epic. I haven't seen the new one, so I can't really speak on it. I want to see it. I'm going to see it when I get a chance. That looks really cool. Not gonna, not gonna hate. So, Chandler, let's hit our, our next little boiling point. What? Gucci Mane crowns himself the offender of trap music. No, that's pretty funny though. <laughs> but um, how video games were never uh, politically correct. This, this uh, no, is another topic you won't. had. So next, next time I'm gonna have to actually bring up topics. You saved us on this, but. What do you, what what do you want to di- uh, dive into with this? What exactly did you mean? Uh, I I kind of meant exactly what I said. Like they're they've never been politically correct. I mean, they've never been politically connected till story type games came out, right? Right. I mean, Pong. Pong doesn't care about you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I feel like or, or video Super Mario, but look at Super Mario. Like, th- there's zero percent of that is politically correct, dude. None of it. Like, it, like if you were gonna do crazy left wing, if you're gonna apply crazy left wing logic, quote unquote logic, <laughs> to that, to Super Mario, why is he always saved? Why is the princess always need to be saved? Why is he culturally appropriating? Uh, Italians, you know, Italian culture, right? Why? Why does an Italian guy have to be the plumber? You, know, you could you could go on and on and on with it, dude. Yeah, but he had and a on. bunch of different jobs too. You know, he was a doc, he was Doctor Mario at one time. <laughs> you know, he got his PhD. Can't hate on that. I don't know where he got his degree from, but you know, yeah, he got it from Devry. Yeah, <laughs> Devry. <laughs> He's actually a tech, not even a yeah. doctor. He went to med school in the Bahamas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> international waters, so he's fine. <laughs> but no, um, I don't think video games were ever intended to be politically correct. I feel like it's an escape from all that kind of stuff. Like, that's the whole point. I think yeah. it's just entertainment. That's what it obviously originally was. As technology got better, they can make... <clears throat> More stuff that's pertaining to like what happens in society, you know. Like so, for instance, I'll give you an example. Uh, the last Grand Theft Auto game was based on the recession that was going on in America at the time. I don't know if you know that. Rockstar said that, you know. Yeah. And they were saying they were making a game based on like what the franchise was, how characters in that franchise will react to a recession. <laughs> so they're gonna go out, rob some people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And all that. So, was there a political message there? Not really. You know, like they just <laughs> took advantage of like a situation that was going on in the real world. You know? They didn't say, yeah, go, go out and do this. A, they did make fun of people from LA, <laughs> which is really funny. Oh, yeah. And they made fun of rich people too, like the, the billionaire you kill at the end that kind of <laughs> made all this recession stuff happen. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but like it wasn't really like it was a message, but not really, you know? Like they weren't going out and telling you like this is what's going on. Like it's just a, it was just entertainment at the end of the day. You know? Grand there's a game named Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crime when you rob someone's car. <laughs> That's over a thousand dollars in value. Yeah. If if political correctness were in video games, that game Terra would never exist. Oh my god. That game <laughs> Probably no video game would exist because like there'll always be something that's that oh. they'll point out. Like I told you, like there's a there's a PETA version of Pokemon. Do you think that's stupid, but do you think this politically correct thing is actually as big a deal <laughs> as it seems. No, uh, I don't. I think I want to say yes and no. And what I mean by that is I feel the media blows it out of proportion. Therefore, going back to what you originally saying earlier in the podcast was where we have echo chambers. So now people that could identify with that is like, oh, I'm outraged. And they go out and say something about it then you know yeah like the I'm idea in america because because yeah. in, in canada it kind of is an issue think about it they have a they have a that uh bill c-16 human rights tri tribunal thing now they have, they have a tribunal right for saying the wrong words so i mean if they it, feel if they feel it, that's it, right in their country let them do that that's not yeah, our but, issue but what i'm saying is are they are they kind of a hit on the curve on that? Did they think the same thing a couple years ago and were like, oh, it's no big deal? And then now they have that crazy shit going on? I don't or, know. Like, people getting fired, you know? Professors are, like, scared to talk about stuff. Or are we headed down that same road? Are we going to end up there, too? Because the backlash from this, from Trump, uh, it's going to be a crazy liberal person left wing as far as fuck left wing you know you already know it's gonna be a woman too mm. i mean that's if if it's the right candidate it shouldn't be a, that shouldn't be an issue i think that's what's more important is just getting the person elected that that matters the most that's the most that's the most qualified and the best qualified i don't i don't think it matters if it's a guy girl alien if it's black white Mexican, hold on, Chandler, give me a sec. Yeah, well, I don't know, maybe. Give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm here, Chandler. You could, like, like I was saying, like I don't think that really, really matters. Who's the? I mean, that's probably important to people that still worry about that kind of stuff. And what I mean by that is, like. Like, it has to be a woman to satisfy a quota. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, to me, like, that's... 
that's where it becomes an issue. Like, no, like, it shouldn't just be a woman for the sake of it being a woman. Like, it should be a woman if she's the best candidate. It shouldn't be a man just because it's a man. It should be a man because he's the best candidate. I do feel like, I get what you're saying, because, man, you talked about that where you're going to, like, they're going to, like, Democrats are going to try to build, like, the perfect candidate, you know, to show, like, how progressive they are and then defeat Donald Trump. Like, I told you, I think it's going to be a minority woman, <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. So... As the next candidate. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's the best candidate for the job. And the slogan's going to be like something like, do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> Make everyone feel bad. Yeah. Do the right thing. <laughs> do the right Come thing, on, Spike guys. Do the right thing. But yeah, like to me, like that's the whole thing. And maybe Grand Theft Auto will make a video game making fun of it. Yeah, Rockstar. They do make fun of Hillary Clinton. Uh, the, oh, if you're talking about, let's see, does GTA make fun of, I'm going to look it up because I'm pretty sure they do. Cause Hillary Clinton was all about taking down Grand Theft Auto. Well, dude, I don't, I don't even think she was the best candidate. She was very non-progressive at one time. Like she didn't like believe in gay marriage until 20, like 12, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where, like, the rest of the, like, the majority of your party was, like, on that bandwagon, like, 15 years prior. <laughs> like, openly, too, you know? Like, you were, like, way behind the curve there, lady. So, like, <laughs> I just feel like she, like, she's one of those, like, she's one of those candidates that just jumped on whatever was hot and, like, cool to talk about. She was going to do it, you know? Yeah. Whatever made her look good. So I don't know, man. Like that's that's a whole nother can of worms. But back to like video games, they were never I don't think they ever had a political I can't think of a video game I played that had a political agenda. I mean, like Skyrim kinda does, but not really. Like I think it's just making like it's like a kind of a tongue in cheek thing. Where it was the rebels against like the established, you know? Yeah, that's not And like that wasn't even important. Sure. Like you could ignore that whole mission and beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like I like when I because like, when I think of like a political agenda in video games, I can't really think of one. I can't think of one where it forces you like you have to like do this because like I think of Fallout and like especially Fallout Three where it gave you the decision where it's like do uh, do you purify the water for all the people? I forgot what the other option was or like do you like fuck it and like you just live comfortable with all the other like uh all the the with the computer with the computer president remember him yeah you know like but like still you could that was like the ending and all that but like i feel like that was more of a moral compass not a political agenda kind of thing you know i really can't and those are the only things that come to mind when it comes to like political agendas and, and video games because there is none because like i said at the end of the day it was entertainment Cause I yeah. think video game developers and all that, like, look, we're going to lose, like, all our audience if we make them pick a side, <laughs> you know? Because I don't think our audience gives a shit about politics. Like, they probably do, but, like, this is the last place they want to hear where politics are is in video games. Yeah. But this is their escape from all that bullshit. So I think that's the reason why we don't see that. 
<clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Um, I was reading this book. It's gone. It's gone over to books, though. Because I was, I was reading this book. What political views? Well, I think that's always been a part of literature, though. You can't really say it. It's gone it's, to books now. All right, dude. But this, this was, this is a, a bit much. They had, they had a. Uh, I mean, it was aliens, but they had gender, gender neutral aliens, and and she made a point to point that out, and then they used the gender neutral pronouns and stuff. In but the once book. again, so, dude, but it was hard to read. Because I was like, that is just not a word, dude. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm sorry, but it just it didn't look good. Like I was reading it, like, all right, we got, I got to get through the part. Come on, like I pushed through it because I was like, I get it, I get it, I understand. Like, be nice to gender neutral people. Like, I understand, whatever. Just, I was like, all right, come on. Like, this is a book about fighting aliens, guys. <laughs> like. <laughs> Come on. Although I do think I understand what you're saying with, with stuff like that, especially in science fiction, dude. Science fiction is all about society. Yeah. Like people like people don't even realize that, but like if you actually read science fiction, that shit is it's about playing with societies, usually. Isaac Asimov was great at that, dude. He all that's what all his books were about, were ex- social experiments. That's what it seemed like. They were social experiments, like what would happen if everybody lived in a city and no one ever, and it was like a dome city and no one ever went outside, there were like consequences to that because people would live in these cities forever. And whenever they had the, the main character of one of his books, when he had to go outside, he had uh, agoraphobia, dude. He was afraid of open spaces and he had like panic attack. So he had to like work through it. Like it was really interesting, dude. And then, and then they could, and then they compared and then, and every, these, this is, these are the robot novel. So if anyone wants to read, you got to read those. So he would also compare like the differences on the effects of uh, robots and AI. So like one society overused them and they never came into contact with each other because they were too obsessed with with their own technology. And then another society kind of used them, but not as, not as they weren't as reliant on, on uh, the robots. Right. And then the, the earth, uh, the people on earth, there's no aliens in books. The people on Earth hated them and hardly ever used them. But that wasn't good either. So that like they were trying to find like a balance. The balance ended up being no robots. That ended up being the balance. Like we, we can't rely on them for anything. Right. It's kind of crazy. Sounds interesting. You gotta let me know what that book was again so I can look into it. I still haven't got through Red Planet, which bothers me. Or whatever it was called. Red Rising? Red Rising, yeah. And Amazing. it sounds really interesting. And I have it on audio, so it would be a lot easier to The audio book's great. That book's wild, dude. Like I said, I'm going to check that, it out. Because that, that, that's another big one where it gets into societies. Like, that one, that one, yeah, that one really gets societies. Like, a totally overbearing rampant rampant like one percent elite ruling everything it's messed up they control everything they control like the media they control everything it's pretty crazy yeah i needed to check that out and then it goes on to this new book the 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 newest one he released iron gold that one it shows the consequences of over just overthrowing a system like just straight up 
like it shows the con like there's serious cons for it and then all the heroes become like kind of like villains eventually because mm. they don't know anything else but war so they just keep warring yeah it's pretty crazy there's like real cut that's why i like that book so much dude there's so there's like real consequences to every decision the main the characters make the if the characters make a decision it does even if it's a good even if it's the right decision there are some pretty serious consequences like like no characters say like people die <laughs> like it's pretty cool that's the same thing with game of thrones dude yeah that's why I, that book is so good because there's like legit consequences to the book like no there's no there's no such in game of thrones there's no such thing as an untouchable character right yeah well, Chandler, I think we debuted into all our topics really well. I think it's time to wrap. Um, guys, you can follow myself and Chandler on Open Dialogue on Twitch. We'll be uploading this on YouTube as well. Don't have a channel name yet. We're going to come to that <laughs> soon. Uh, you can also yeah. follow me on Twitch at Garchamp TV. Other than that, let's uh, let's wrap this. Chandler, it was great talking with you, man. Take care, bud. Yeah. I'll be talking to you offline after this, actually. <laughs> Take it All easy, right. bro.